Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whatever time it is that you inky savages are joining us for this week's episode, episode number 180 of the Penboy Roy Pentertainment Podcast. So I want to talk about a pen that I have that I think goes really well with my stuff. I'm going to talk about that later on. But before we get to that, I'm having trouble with this noise cancellation. There we go. Before we get to that, I want to talk about gold spot pens. I'm just taking a look at everybody using coupon code foliage. That's fantastic. I love that you guys are using it. If you use coupon code foliage at checkout at the gold spot affiliate link in the description below, you'll get yourself extra discounts on most of the products on the gold spot website. Now, if you're going to do that, you might as well help out the podcast and do it through the affiliate link. If you don't do it through the affiliate link, it doesn't help us out at all. It helps out Goldspot, but not me. So help me out. Go to the affiliate link in the description below and use coupon code FOLIAGE. Make your purchases. Enjoy pens. Today is the eve of Christmas Eve. So Christmas if I Eve, Eve. am able, yeah, Christmas Eve's Eve. If I'm able to get this mm-hmm. up before Christmas Eve, on the eve of Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. then Merry Christmas Eve. And if it's yes. on Christmas Eve that I put it up, then Merry Christmas, and I hope you're enjoying Christmas Eve, making purchases at Goldspot, using the affiliate link and the coupon code FOLIAGE. FOLIAGE. So, right. So, Bryce hasn't updated his sponsorship reads this week, I guess because of holiday and being busy and whatnot. So, Tom knows what we're supposed to talk about, even though I don't. So, Tom is going to take over from here. Go ahead. I'm just I'm just going to guess what okay. maybe Bryce would want to have us talk about, which is, I'm showing it on the screen here, the Colorverse Blue Dragon 2024 Special Series Ink. This is done in honor of the new year, the Lunar New Year, which is coming in 2024, is the year of the dragon. And, uh, you know, as, as the zodiac goes it's it's now the 2024 is the year of the dragon so mm-hmm. going all out with not just one ink not just two inks but a series of four <laughs> fountain pen inks from colorverse that each have their own special abilities which you have the base model base color is mm-hmm. a dark teal with mega mondo sheen uh, as you could kind of see, if you're looking at this in the video form, you can see I'm sharing the screen there. And it's got a small little bottle, so it's a 15 milliliter bottle. Not a huge commitment here. So you're talking a very, very small little petite bottle. I think I have one of those in the 5 mLs. This is the mm-hmm. little fun little color verse in the 5 mL bottle. So you can imagine something like three times the size of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're awesome teardrop little bottles. You'd have to probably, probably like siphon the ink out somehow, with either with a blunt needle syringe or an eyedropper. But it's it's a cool little bottle. It comes with some really awesome ink. That that ink reminds me a lot of, let's say, a Yamadori kind of mm. vibe to it. Then, if you're daring and want some a little excitement with your ink, there is a glistening gold version of this ink, which has the teal base sheen and a ridiculous gold shimmer which you of course have to shake before using then there's also the silver version so if you're not down with the gold you go with the silver then you've got a glistening blue pigmented Hmm. version which then of course doubles down on that teal with some blue shimmeries on there so 
these will be available sometime between early to mid-January, we're expecting. And it should be available for $15 per 15 milliliter bottle. So uh, done, like I said, in honor of the Lunar New Year coming up. And it probably won't be around for a while longer than that. It'll just be a limited uh, run, whatever it is that they have, and then they'll sell through. So, uh, But that is your uh, sponsorship ad for Luxury Brands of America. Hmm. Cool. Culliver. So Luxury Brands of America is the distributor, and my mic is so far away, is the distributor of Culliverse Inc., yeah, so make sure you check them out. Make sure you check them out on Gold Spot. We just shared the screen. You guys can check it out. And so anyway, I wanted to talk about a pen before we finish the sponsorship because it's actually relevant. It just happens to be a pen that is, in fact, sold by Gold Spot Pens and supplied by Luxury Brands of America. So I've been really digging this pen here. Do you know what this one is? This honking pen, this ginormous oh, pen. Oh, that is the, the Waldman? The Waldman Titan Fountain Pen in Titanium. And I think it, it pairs kind of green to match with the green screen in the background. Uh, that, that, not even close. It might no. just be what you're seeing because yeah, it might be what the, I'm seeing there. your internet connection sucks. But I think this titanium matches really well with the my Apple Watch Ultra titanium band. This nice. is a titanium band also. I think it was like $23 I think on in last week's Amazon. episode you had a different band altogether, didn't you? Yeah, you I did. Like a, you had the paracord band, right? Yeah, I had a paracord band with a cobra buckle on it. Yeah. And, you know, I was on Amazon. I had a $10 credit. And then on top of it being $23.99 for the titanium band, it, mm-hmm. I had a $10 credit. And there was a $4 discount coupon code that you could attach to it. So I paid like 9 bucks, and it's by a, a brand named Trumier. I'm not sponsored by them, but I just think it's cool. Everything is titanium. Yeah, absolutely. Right? And then I was looking at these titanium bands just to see how cool it would look on my watch and stuff. Right. They have ones that are like $300. A lot of money. It's getting warm in the time. Yeah. So anyway, I'm thinking you guys should definitely check out the Waldman Titan because it's really cool, and I'm looking at it. Woo! It's, it's a pretty penny. Before <laughs> it is, it's not cheap. <laughs> no, it's four hundred and forty dollars on the Gold Spot website. They mm-hmm. have one broad left, one medium left, one fine left, and uh, unknown number of extra fine left. So okay. the, make sure you pick them up. And four forty does sound like a hefty chump of change. So you can use coupon code FOLIAGE using the affiliate link in the description below to get this awesome, extremely expensive titanium fountain pen. It, you know, mm-hmm. I've seen people say, oh, it looks like a Lamy. It, I, I see why they say that when you look at it in pictures, but when you're holding it in your hand, I feel like it doesn't. But if it's really cool. compare it against the 2000, yeah. Yeah. As, as a similar sort of, you know, clean Bauhaus aesthetic to it, where it's just very simple, streamlined, the clip is is non is not very ornamental, but mm-hmm. yeah, I can see where it's. But the, it's it's a completely different feel. Like yeah, that it's totally to, different. You could you could knock somebody out if you're not careful with that pen. If you're writing and all of a sudden somebody scares you and you just like go whoop and you just can knock them straight out. That's right. Like, I don't I don't I don't know about that. It's it's not that heavy, but it's really cool. Anyway, check that pen out. Anyway, that's it for sponsorships. That wasn't a sponsorship read. I just wanted to share that. I actually want to talk about it while we. When we, after we roll the, the intro, but 
Thanks for joining us for episode number 180 of the Penboy Roy Pentertainment Podcast. Before we get started, I want to give you guys a quick disclaimer. This podcast is not scripted and therefore will contain potty mouth words, both from Tom and I. So be forewarned, you have been warned. Now, on to the podcast. The Penboy Roy Entertainment Podcast. Stage seven. So the Titan. What do I love about the Titan? I love that it's all titanium. Mm. Not because I particularly like titanium. But because when I was a young man, I was kind of getting started into the watch hobby. Now, at that time, since I was young, I didn't really have money. The most expensive watch I think I had was a Victorinox Swiss Army. And it was a automatic watch. It was the first automatic watch that I ever had. I think the MSRP was close to like 600 I went to a jewelry store... And they gave it to me for about three eighty or three fifty and change, and I liked that watch. It wasn't made of anything titanium. But then several years later, still being a young man without any money, I wanted another Victorinox watch. I liked the, the brand; it seemed cool, right? It's a Swiss Army. I still didn't know much about watches, mm-hmm. so I went to a Macy's and I was just looking around at watches, and I saw a Victorinox titanium watch. It wasn't automatic. It was battery operated, but the whole thing was made of titanium. Ooh. I thought that was really cool. So I bought that one and it was only a couple hundred. It was maybe 150, 100, 200. I can't remember. Which in watch terms is pretty, pretty affordable. It's not right. You know, right. It's like, you yeah, get, you get pretty up there in the thousands of dollars for, you know, a decent watch. Right. So I bought that watch, and I thought it was so cool that it was the whole thing was made of titanium. It was super light. I really liked it. I ended up breaking it and then just getting rid of it. I don't remember when or how. Mm. But ever since that watch, I thought the idea of titanium was really cool. I thought, it wow. Is. Yeah. I'm like, this, this is pretty awesome. I like titanium. It's pretty cool. So that was what prompted me to kind of get the Apple Watch Ultra 2 because it's made of titanium it's light it's got a bigger screen I didn't get the first one because I wasn't really paying attention to tech at that time I wasn't paying attention to like what's out what's new what's not new and and, and whatnot. Mm -hmm. so I got the Apple Watch Ultra 2 and I'm like hey the case is titanium maybe I'll pick up a titanium band but then I'm looking online and I'm like Man, the Sandmark or Nomad brand is like three hundred dollars, and it's titanium. And I'm looking at these other for like no-name band. brands. Yeah, for just the band. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I'm willing to drop that much money on just a band mm. for a watch that has a, I guess, like lifespan of about three years to four years, right? Because the watch doesn't. The operating system expires eventually, and scheduled eventually the obsolescence. Uh, right, scheduled obsolescence. Like the, mm-hmm. I had an Apple Watch before. It was the very first series that came out. It was the first year that it came out, and that thing doesn't even turn on anymore. I can't oh, even geez. like it's just it, it won't <laughs> even boot up or anything. It's really strange. So then I decided just to get a cheap twenty dollar titanium band they they say it's made in tit- made out of titanium who knows if it's true or not it feels really light it feels like what a titanium band would would feel like but it's this brand here trumir and the reason why i'm sharing t r u m i r r 
is because I don't know if, like I said, I don't know if it really is titanium or not, mm-hmm. but if it is, let me know in the comments or send me an email or message me or something. Get in touch with me somehow. And if it's not, let me know. If it's not, it's not the end of the world. It actually cost me nine bucks out of pocket, so not too bad. It was on Amazon, so I just bought it. It was twenty three ninety nine. Got a lot of good reviews, but you never know. It might just be like really, really cheap stainless steel that's brushed and painted to look like titanium because it matches the watch pretty well. So, mm-hmm. since well, I got titanium now too, I got the the fifteen iPhone fifteen in titanium. Oh, is the fifteen in titanium? The uh, when you get the the pro. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's, they do the titanium case on it. Oh, and you got the Pro? Yep. Oh, nice. So you got yeah. the big one. Yeah. The, well, not no, this is the... So that's the Pro Max. This is just the Pro. It's not the It's not the, the big, big one. No, ah. The bigger screen, yeah. I like, yeah, I I like have... the screen is manageable for me, because I, if I feel like it's too big, then it doesn't fit in my pocket. Yeah. Wear bigger pants. So I got the 15 Pro <laughs> Max... Yeah. I really, I really like this case that I got on. Yeah, it see, was like uh, comparison wise, I think yours is like, yeah, it's it's larger. <laughs> so. Yeah, <laughs> he said it's larger. Anyway, yeah. let's, I let's like this. Out our phones and take a look. <laughs> I like I like this case because it has like this thing built in, so it just mm-hmm. covers the the rim of the camera. There's no glass or anything. Right. But do you see how yours is like just a huge opening? Yeah, yeah. That's uh, I I always notice that the edges of the camera gets chipped. So to prevent that, this case here I like. It was like a generic mm-hmm. no-name case, and I like it. But since I'm on a titanium kick, and I like titanium, I'm like, you know what I should be messing around with? I should be the messing Waldman. around with my titanium Waldman. Yeah. And this pen is really cool for no other reason than it's wholly made out of titanium, right? Mm-hmm. And... It's machined really well. I like it. It's just the sell on this pen is the fact that it's titanium, right? So, if you don't think titanium is cool or you don't think the concept of a titanium fountain pen is at all cool, then mm. maybe this pen isn't for you because what it is is a stainless steel nib which is kind of a kick in the balls to the pen because I don't know why they didn't do it. They explained it to me. Bryce explained it to me. If you're going titanium, why the hell didn't you go with a titanium nib, right? Mm. And the nib is pretty small. It's a number five, right? A number five size? Uh, let me take a look because I, I think that might be a number six. No, it's certainly not a number six. I'll, I'll show you a number six size nib just to, as a comparison. I'll show this is a, you. A this is a number six size nib. nib. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. This yeah, is certainly a number five. five. Number five. And it, listen, I get it. You couldn't fit the number six size nib in the cap because of whatever the space, the, the dimensions, right? But why, why, why couldn't we get a titanium nib? And you know about my to, yeah, no, sure, go ahead. I mean, you know about my OCD qualms where I don't want to switch out the brand nib with a different brand. Mm-hmm. But for this one, I might have to do it just because if it's all titanium, why the fuck not? You know, do it might cost a few bucks more. Titanium nibs in number five size? Of course they do. I don't they know if do. Yovo does. Bach does. Well, that and might be a problem then, because you're trying to get the you're trying to get a. Is that's a Yovo unit on those? Yeah, but you can just you could just pull it out though, and yeah, put the even, Bach nib. Even then, like though the 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 nib and feed are not probably going to fit in the housing the same way. No, just the nib, just the nib. 
just a nib, right? Mm. Like, think about it. People did it with the Twisby. The Twisby, they... Or did they? I don't know. I, I'm, I'm remembering somebody, or maybe it was a friend of mine. Yeah, it was my friend Marcos. He took a Twisby VAC 700, and he pulled out the stainless steel nib, and right. put in a titanium Bach nib. And it worked fine. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, you can do that with a Bach feed. I'm sorry, with a Yovo feed, because Yovo feeds are more springy. So Mm -hmm. the Bach nib being a flatter top nib, the feed would probably conform to it. Because even though the Yovo nib is more curved, and it's bent, it bends the feed a little bit. When you take the nib out, the feed will kind of straighten out a little bit. So okay. I think it's more compatible than you think. I'm interested to see you to see you experiment with this and and see if you could get it with a titanium nib. Sure, send me like a number five that. size titanium nib. I don't have one. I don't. Does Yovo don't are, does Yovo not make still not make them? I don't know. That's a good question because I've I've not really seen them in uh, in common circulation. Usually, it's a specialty sort of thing that you would see mm. on certain pens. So, yeah. so I'm looking up because I have the my large computer screen above my my small computer screen which is recording me right now but the product description the titans extraordinary and impressive in their appearance namesake for an extraordinary special metal and thus also for an extraordinary limited edition from the writing instrument manufacturer Waldman. waldman waldman for everyone who loves and appreciates the extraordinary waldman titan fountain pen specification so there's only 200 pieces in the world? That's is it. that what they're saying? I suppose. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I know it was, a, it was not a very large run of those, and they yeah, had them prob- last year, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it was probably not a large run because, it's ex- one, it's expensive. But it feels like it's mm-hmm. made of stone, or it feels like a homo sapien would feel. You know what I mean? It's, it's ironic limited- that you mention that because, actually, in consequence to us talking about this pen back in episode 157, I have an email from a listener of ours, Ken, mm. who was asking point blank about the Waldman Titan versus getting a Visconti Homo Sapien. Ooh. As like, there, as like I a mean, grail pen. Well, no, 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 like why one, why one or the other, right? <laughs> so, like they're, I'm not, no, no, I'm not saying get both because that's uh, a lot of money, but if you can buy, if you can afford to buy mm-hmm. a Visconti Homo Sapien, right? Why sacrifice that by spending half of it on a wall? Like, you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm like, I'm kind of like there, that. That's a, a bit, that to me, that's a strange like, like, like if he said the Waldman. Uh, the Waldman Titan or another $450 pen, then I'd be like, okay, mm-hmm. maybe he's bringing it up because I mentioned that they feel the same, right? I think back then mm-hmm. I said, like, they feel like the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it was basically kind of a toss. It wasn't, I don't think it was much of a toss up because he was already somewhat sold on the idea of the Titan mm-hmm. and had heard us talk about Visconti's quality control. Mm-hmm. on a, a number of occasions so right. it was just kind of i just gently just said hey you know i see what you're what you're looking at here i really think that you'll be happy with the waldman titan more because especially since it's a it's more of a 
especially since it has that numbered smaller run to it as mm-hmm. well. It's not going to be like that they're going to have another one of these solid tit- titanium pens available all the time. Whereas the Homo sapiens, that'll be around for when, whenever you'd like to get. Right, to they're the not Homo getting sapiens. rid of that line. The Waldman is going to be some yeah. time. Right. I I just these are two separate pens. They're two entirely separate pens. Mm-hmm. I would consider the Visconti Homo sapien more of a Grail pen because it's the it's the Visconti Homo sapien, and it's kind of like it's it's a pen on its own. It's not anything like anything else. It's not like the Waldman, and the Waldman is not like the Visconti Homo sapien. I can't say that one is better than the other. I think that the Visconti Homo sapien is in fact a grail pen. And if this makes any sense, the Waldman Titan fountain pen is semi quasi grail. It'll be more grail when they all sell out and you can't get them anymore. Now it's a grail Mm -hmm. pen, but the Visconti Homo sapien sapien, I always say sapien like a fucking idiot. The (laughs) Visconti Homo sapien is a grail pen and it's always available. And it's double the price. Like, what does it cost? What does the Visconti Homo sapien cost? I think they're about like eight hundred. I want to say. Let's see. I am so. Well, it's like, I feel also so. Depends on what type of Homo sapien you're looking for. Just standard black with the lava bronze trim. Uh, that retails for eight ninety five. Street price seven sixteen. So, yeah, it's roughly. You're 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 paying at least like one and a half times the amount right. of Waldman titanium so so yeah the one that i just showed you that's this one here this is the visconti homo sapiens in magma 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 liquid hot magma this one is 716 does foliage apply to this uh not with visconti no okay so visconti is kind of stingy because you know they're stingy they're visconti what are you gonna do about it but yeah, this one is seven hundred and sixteen dollars. But if you do buy it, you can go through the affiliate link, and then it helps me out. And if you don't go through the affiliate link, I love you anyway. <laughs> but just know, you didn't go through the affiliate link. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think the skylight is a poor purchase when it comes to the Visconti because it's not easy to cut out that little oval window. Mm in the material so it's never clean you got these little divots and chips along the window i think that i used to think otherwise but i do now think that purchasing these visconti homo sapien pens that are like like acrylic okay like for example blue lagoon right is so expensive it's just so like grotesquely overpriced for it an is. acrylic pen it, it certainly is but i would say because of the fact that it's they do them only in limited runs they don't do a standard which which they have tried in let's say the the like the demo stones they did like a uh just a translucent straight like resin barrel no no swirlies and stuff like that mm-hmm. people weren't interested in that people want the swirly semi-clear acrylic barrels with Mm -hmm. all the crazy colors and stuff, because that's what people like to collect. And that's what is probably the more impressive looking ones because you have the magma one or yeah, the, the, the the lava ones, the lava Mm -hmm. ones with the stone, 
they're very conservative looking, you know, straight black and whatever trim type of color that you like as far as like the silver or the, well, they don't make the silver anymore, but like the, the bronze age or the, the black, or the, the dark age or the magma. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they have the crazy acrylic ones that satisfy the need for all of that awesome color, the explosion of color and coolness, and then being able to see the ink in the pen as well and the mm-hmm. double reservoir. So that's that really scratches the itch, I think, in terms of like what the Homo sapiens might be missing in that regular edition, like the original OG edition. No, I get that. I get it. It's it's a real change up for the Homo sapien. But what makes the Homo sapien the Homo sapien is the basaltic lava, right? That was the innovation. That was the reason why Homo sapien was unique and different. It wasn't because of the plunger filler. There's other pens with the plunger filler. Or well, what there was a combination of things. Was a, well, and that I'm was just, certainly one of them. Right. But what do you th- So listen, what do you think it was that... A combination of things, yes. But it was certainly a large majority of it was because of the magma, right? Mm-hmm. It was because of the basaltic lava. Well, that was the that was the imagery too. That was when they when they splashed it. They put the picture of the pen up against volcanic eruption, and that mm. was that was like the clandestine. Like this is the image that that this pen will be known for is an erupting volcano. And then, but the, but what it did was that it combined several things. You had the basaltic lava material. You had the hook safe lock cap mechanism. Mm-hmm. You had the 23 karat palladium nib, which is no longer 23 karat palladium. It's now just 18 karat gold. Mm-hmm. You had the plunger filling system, which, I mean, at the time when they're splashing that pen, a majority of the fountain pens in the realm of fountain pens were just usually standard cartridge converter or piston fill not a lot of not a lot of vacuum filler pens except for the custom 823 was really part of the conversation twisby didn't have the vac 700r yet and yada yada but Mm -hmm. the but yeah like it was i think it was a confluence of all of those factors that just made it the it pen that has still cemented its status as kind of legendary within the community and and that's and and it was it was all of those elements i think put together and they've tried tooling around with certain aspects of it mm-hmm. to then try to make it either more unique or or come up with something different like those those um those lava colors i think you have one of them like the blizzard or the like there was a white one there was a blue mm. and a red and they did those without the hook lock safe cap mechanism they did the magnetic cap right right the and magnetics yeah, and it was like different color, but it's still magma. But mm. yet they took away one of the key, like unique aspects of it in that hook lock cap mechanism. Which I mean, some people don't. I I don't really like the magnetic capping mechanisms because they have that abil- They have that failure point in them, mm. especially the Visconti ones, where if the magnet inside the cap gets all you know must up with like rust or something mm-hmm. because it because i say if you pour if you get ink in the cap or if you pour water in the cap to clean it out it could potentially like start to rust over time and then it loses its magnetic cappingness about it that happened so, to you also didn't it it with did one of your with my Visconti. van gogh right i was able to clean it up i polished it up and it worked again but it was just like it was like wait a second it all of a sudden it just started losing its pull 
and like and like the cap is barely on there it's just all it takes is a slight little tug and the thing comes off and that's not going to work if you have your pen clipped to the pocket of your shirt or something else because then mm. that pen's going bye-bye <laughs> first chance right. that it possibly gets sure so yeah so you know going back to what we were saying though when you took away the hook lock safe mechanism to the homo to a homo sapien do you feel like it's less of a homo sapien at that point in time I feel like slightly because also they they changed in those color ones they they made it something other than black which is I mean that's also another change to it. Mm. So well. my thing is this though, by taking away the main chromosome or DNA of the Homo sapien and taking away the the basaltic lava that doesn't change and make it less Homo sapien for you. Oh yeah, I think so. I think it changes it. And also, too, is they had the Elegance one, or Homo Sapiens Elegance. They made it out of resin. Oh, yeah. Time. Remember, they made it out of resin and yeah, on top it was of that, cartridge converter. Cartridge converter. And yeah. that thing did not... I was expecting that people were going to be into that because it was like, oh, well, this is also significantly less expensive. But mm. no, it's because they want the full package. They want what that homo sapiens originally stood for which was a lot of innovative aspects all mm -hmm. put together and then if you cheapen it or if you change it into at what everybody else offers because basically at that point if you make it a cartridge converter and make the pen out of resin it's a lot like a whole lot of other pens that are on the market mm. it loses its uniqueness so is that so basically you're saying though that the homo sapiens fountain pen in blue lagoon the resin one even though it's not basaltic lava, it retained enough character of a Visconti Homo sapien for it to feel like a Homo sapien, even though the lava's not there. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Because mm. especially too, they, they pick some. They don't pick conventional resins to make with it. They pick some really unique stuff that you would see on like the Opera Master right. demo and stuff that look really wild. They play with opacity and they make it so that you could see a lot of the color of the resin, but you could still see clearly through the barrel of the pen. So they do a really good job with that, I think, in making it so distinct that it's. You know, it's not like you just put like a solid black resin on the pen. No, I I I I, I hear your point now. I get it. Like, it the Homo sapien is an, is a combination of different elements. Not just the Homo sapien, not just the basaltic lava, but the hook lock save, the pl plunger filler, the sh the way it's shaped, everything. Oh, and the my pen personalization system. Let's not forget that the little yeah. Visconti V medallion you could put on, and then the the, the hinged uh, clip as well. There's there was mm. just so many little. And and they built that up over time with Dante. They built Dante right. put those. He had those features kind of like in other pens, and then he had the Divina, uh, the Divine Proportion limited edition pen, mm -hmm. which kind of had the was like the prototype, the size and the the ratio of of the what the Homo Sapiens would be, and then it just all came together. Right. Yeah. No, I, I see your point now about how just because it's not what you can't sell me on though is. Why? So the reason why the Homo sapien is expensive is because they had to make machines to make the pen, right? So they needed different milling tools, they needed different lathes, they needed different tooling in order to f to make the barrels for the Homo sapien because basaltic lava mixed with resin is not soft. It's not acrylic. It's not wood. It's not anything that they've done before. So they had to get different machines to make the pens. So that's why it's expensive. Mm -hmm. But 
I get that they're very good and they're they're not like Esterbrook. They don't just put out a color. They have more colors than Baskin Robbins, Esterbrook. But I'm saying <laughs> that's not how Visconti functions with the Homo sapien acrylic pens. I get it. Very selective about the colors. They mm-hmm. pick really good ones and nice ones. But do you gotta charge a thousand dollars? A thousand dollars for a material that is far less ex- like expensive and mm-hmm. much easier to make than a Visconti Homo sapien made out of basaltic lava. Mm-hmm. And if somebody tells me, no, 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 it's just as difficult, you're probably lying. You're more than likely lying because <laughs> plastic has been around for a long time, but basaltic lava used and laid in pens has not. So mm-hmm. they had to figure out a new way to make it and all that stuff. So I can understand why a Visconti Homo sapien is $7,800. I can't figure out why the resin in a Visconti Homo sapien is $1,000 other than the brand saying, hey, we're putting out something, we're going to make it limited, and because it's limited, we're going to charge more. Do you think there's other reasons other than what I just said? I don't think so. Hmm. I mean, other than the fact that they, because they put the limited edition tag on it, then mm-hmm. they only made a certain amount of pieces, mm-hmm. That's that would be their justification for charging more for it. And that would be, uh, okay. That's, Listen, uh, but that's a that's, I you know I don't agree with that. I know you certainly don't agree with that, but that just could be the 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 driving force behind it. I mean, I'm sure it is, but like, and listen, it's it's a business, right? They're in it to make money. They're not in it for mm-hmm. charity. I get it, but couldn't you just charge like maybe a hundred bucks less than what an actual fountain uh, Homo <laughs> sapien costs? You're still making money, right? Mm-hmm. You're just making a little bit less, and you're making it, you know, it's still a high-end pen if you charge 700 bucks instead of 1000 right? Yeah. No one buys a $700 pen and is like, shit, I had to fucking settle for the cheap shit. No. You buy a $700 mm-hmm. pen, you're looking at Grail status. It's yeah. still a Grail pen. It's still a high-end pen. But I, remember, I, I, I remember the, the, the evolution of it, uh, mm. because I was at, I was at that philadelphia pen show where they first introduced it and uh you know they had dante was there mm-hmm. and they they had a big to do about it and then i remember the evolution where they had the they introduced that first acrylic homo sapiens after the original lava homo sapiens and that was the crystal dream or it was mm-hmm. it was yeah maybe not crystal dream because i'm maybe i'm confusing it with the other one that just has a transparent body um but I think that's what it was called. It was like mm-hmm. a, it was like blue and and like teal and stuff, and it was a swirly pen. I don't think and Crystal I, Dream is it. I think Crystal Dream is the one with the midsection ink window, isn't that? Yeah, what that yeah. One is? So I might be mixing up that limited edition name, but mm-hmm. it was a um, Visconti. Let's see. I'm just. I just need to know what it's called. Uh, my my dad actually has it. Um, Crystal. Oh, it's not Dark Crystal. That's not it either. Crystal Dream. No, that's yeah. I that that the Crystal Dream is the one with the the clear. Right. No, that's it's, not the one that I'm it, talking about. It was something else like, uh, maybe it was something else like Blue Crystal or something like that. Um, but anyway, but I remember when they when they first rolled that out, they did the same exact thing that they so they they kind of hit on what they were gonna do with these acrylic pens from the very get go. Where I think it even was comparable to what the original homo sapiens was but then they saw the response on it and each subsequent one like london fog 
and um, like Tuscan Hills and their Chianti Red, um, all of them afterward were all up in the nine hundred to a thousand dollar price point because they mm. saw how much demand that there was for that swirly acrylic uh, color, and then they were just like, "We know we got something here. Just keep making them in different swirly colors and keep them at that you know at a limited edition at that certain price point." Right, right. Listen, I got to wrap this up, but to answer your the guy's question. If you're going between a Waldman and a Visconti, I don't think they're even in the same... They're two entirely different items. You can't go wrong with either one. But if you're able to get a Visconti Homo sapien, I think everyone should eventually get a Visconti Homo sapien. This is the grail pen of grail pens. I think if you ask most people what your grail pen is, Visconti Homo sapien comes up, I think, more often than not. I think that is true. At least half the time. How many times are people going to say, "Oh, yeah, I get the, I'll, my Grail pen's a Waldman"? Doesn't really happen. But you're not going to go wrong with the Waldman. Like what Ken you are going to very get... happy with his Waldman, though. Oh, did he get the Waldman? Oh yeah, this was, this was from a while back. So this oh, was okay. a, yeah, this was back from earlier this year, and he I think he had checked in uh, somewhat recently and was like, "I really appreciate the fact that you." told me to go with the Waldman because that Waldman mm. Titan is like one of my favorite pens. Well, so here's what you're getting with the Homo Sapien. You're rolling the dice on the quality control when it comes to the writing experience. And that's a certainty. Like, I think every time you get a Visconti Homo Sapien or any Visconti pen, there's a large chance that you're going to have to do some self-tuning, self-fixing of the nib or whatnot. At least in my experience... It happens a lot. Easy enough, though. You can send it back to Tom, and if you send, if you bought it at his store, he'll he'll work it for you. With the Waldman, out of the box, it's going to write. With all the Waldmans, I've never had an issue. And I think one of the things I like about Waldman is whenever it comes out of the box, it writes fantastic. Is it a Homo sapien? No, not even close. But it is a unique pen on its own. To me, it's a quasi-grail pen. And when it's going to be in that grail pen status is when people missed out. And then for them, it'll be a grail pen because they can't get it anymore. So I don't think that it shares the same status as the Visconti Homo sapien. I think it out-of-the-box writes better. I think it has its own attributes that make it super cool, like it's titanium it's it's an awesome pen. It goes well with my MacBook Pro and my Apple Watch and all that stuff. Now my my phone. It's mm-hmm. you know. It's all about that door. titanium these days, right? So I mean that's cool. It is mm-hmm. cool. I don't know of very many other pens that are made of all titanium. Nah, no. I think no. I think it is. I think it's pretty cool. But there's always there's always the Visconti Homo Sapien. I think that if. You had an opportunity to get the Visconti Hobo Sapien, and then you traded it up to get something a little less expensive and also unique in its own class. I think you still owe yourself the Visconti Homo Sapien. And listen, if you point. had gotten, if you had gotten the Visconti Homo Sapien, I would say to yourself, you still owe yourself the Waldman Titan. I say get both. I changed what I said before <laughs> when I was saying I was saying don't get. I'm not saying to get both right now. I'm saying get both eventually. I'm just saying yeah. which one comes first is it's about. How much you can it's afford. It's not about or. It's about and. And. Very and. good. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, I 
I do appreciate that, you know, we're open-minded and you know what I mean? Like sometimes you have your eyes set on a grail pen and then all you get is, all you think is that that grail pen is the one and only and there's nothing else that can replace it. But you open yourself up to a lot more experience when you try other things. Like I like the Waldman Titan. I'm yeah, it's a four hundred and fifty dollar pen, four hundred and forty dollar pen. I'm not I'm not really that concerned about getting scratches on it or anything like that. I don't mind it getting worn out or or looking beat up. I kinda like that idea with the titanium. Titanium is really tough and it's hard. Oh yeah. So I'm I'm pretty cool with it. I like everything about it. Except for the fact that the fucking nib is steel and not titanium. That would have been great, <laughs> titanium. You can't even put a gold fucking nib on this thing because it would look just really weird. But I guess it doesn't yeah. look as bad because it's it's a stainless steel one. But a titanium one would have been really really nice. But oh, we gotta anyway. get you we gotta get you a uh, titanium nib for that. Yeah, let's do that. Let's 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 do that. I wish I I knew someone who was in the industry who has access well, we to all this find, shit. I, I, that's I gotta find out where where one gets those in titanium. That's all. Don't you have Bach nibs? Five size nibs. nibs. If you know. let's, uh, let's go no. to category. No. Wow. No, I know Bach no. makes them. I know that they made them for a while for uh, what was the brand that had the titanium nib? I think Karis Customs, right? Right, right. Yeah, I think there's those are uh, they do Bach uh, nibs for those. Yeah, I don't think Jovo makes makes them, and I don't think any other brand makes them. But I don't know. I haven't looked into it. I've been pretty busy. So anyway, I got to wrap this up, but. If you're hearing this on Christmas Eve, Merry Christmas. If you're hearing this on Christmas Day or whenever you're hearing it, Merry Christmas. And if you don't celebrate Christmas, you celebrate something else. I wish you a happy whatever it is that you do celebrate. And a Happy New Year if you don't hear from us. But you will. I think you will. Happy Festivus for the rest of us as well. Happy Festivus from the rest of us. Yeah. Thanks for joining us for episode number 180 of Penboy Boy Entertainment Podcast. Don't forget to check out the affiliate link, coupon code FOLIAGE, and all the wonderful items that are brought to you by Luxury Brands of America. Love you guys. Be well. Be safe. Stay inky.